My final first round mock draft for 2022 as things are set to kick off Thursday in Las Vegas. Yes, there is no Browns pick, but let's see who goes number one overall. What do the Jets do at four and ten? What do the Giants do at five and seven? Packers with two picks, Chiefs with two picks. Stick around and make sure you listen to all 32 selections here on the latest Locked On Browns. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show itself, at Locked On Browns, follow back account. DMs are open. As you all know, we appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen Every day, whatever podcast platform you use, make sure you're following, subscribe to the Lockdown Browns podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and written reviews, please, and thank you. Today's episode of Lockdown Browns is brought to you by the good folks over at Blue Nile. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off, $500 or more. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, no space, at checkout. It is NFL Draft Week, as we've been covering all week long. I am going to give you my first-round mock draft, the final first-round mock draft, before things kick off about 24 hours from now in Las Vegas for the 2022 NFL Draft. We're not going to go with any trades in this. We are trying to go to players aligned to teams. So some players may go a little bit later than some folks think. Um, That's just for the purpose of trying to pair player to team. So we're going to get it all kicked off here. Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars earlier today on Wednesday reached agreement with Cam Robinson, their left tackle, on a long-term deal taking offensive tackle most likely off the board for the Jacksonville Jaguars at one overall. There's been a lot of talk over the last few weeks. Aiden Hutchinson seemed to be the lock for a while. It seems that the Jaguars have shifted courses. I do believe the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to take Trayvon Walker from Georgia. Keep in mind, expectations for this year's number one overall pick will be different than years past. There is not an elite quarterback in this class. There is not a Miles Garrett in this class. The Jaguars get a defensive lineman with versatility, a guy who can play edge, who can kick inside in obvious passing situations. The Jaguars kind of hamstrung here, obviously a year that they probably would like to get out of the number one overall pick. But without a dominant quarterback, it is very difficult to do so. Trayvon Walker, number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You get to the Detroit Lions here. Detroit's interesting, holding picks 2, 32, 34. The Lions were a scrappy team last year, hung in a lot of ball games that they had no business hanging in. They desperately 
need more playmakers on this team. They get in a situation here where now at two overall, you're looking at a possibility of a player like Aiden Hutchinson. You're looking at a player, a possibility of Kayvon Thibodeau. Obviously, they dipped into Oregon last year with Penny Sewell now playing on the offensive line for the Detroit Lions. I'm going to go with Aiden Hutchinson here. I think if you're looking for a top player who's going to go extremely high in this draft, and again, without a lot of star players at the top of this draft, I don't want to say you're looking for safe, but you're looking for consistent. I think Aiden Hutchinson can be that for the Detroit Lions. This is a player that can come in. They desperately need playmakers on defense. Aiden Aiden Hutchinson has shown that he can do this. Number two overall, the Detroit Lions take Aiden Hutchinson. The Houston Texans, three overall. This is a team here in the Texans who are looking for a new identity as they move on from Deshaun Watson. Is Davis Mills the long-term answer at quarterback? Nobody knows, but I think the Texans are confident enough they want to see another year of Davis Mills at the quarterback position, then reassess where they're going to be for 2023. Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati. You want to talk cornerback and being special. In my opinion, there if you were tiering the cornerback position in this year's draft class, tier one is Ahmad Gardner, and then we go down to year two. I think Ahmad Gardner with his size, his length, his able to, ability to sink his hips in coverage. He is physical at the point of attack. He's off athletic enough to play and make plays on the ball. Sauce Garden comes in, gives this team an identity, gives this fan base a player they want to see in training camp at OTAs. They want to show up for preseason games and certainly regular season games. Sauce Gardner goes to the barbecue capital of the world in Texas. Sauce Gardner, your newest Houston Texan at three overall. The Jets at number four. The Jets hold picks four and ten. Jets appear to maybe be in a difficult situation situation with tackle Makai Becton. Um, apparently, maybe that relationship is over between the Jets and Becton. So the Jets, ideally, a lot of people think maybe an edge player and a wide receiver that where the Jets are going to go with picks four and ten. That certainly could be the way they go. But if they're going to move on from Makai Becton, they'll get a pick for him. They can address wide receiver at 35 or later on down the line. Here at number four overall, Jets will take offensive tackle Evan Neal out of Alabama. Solid player, six foot five, 330 pounds, whatever he is. The guy looks as slim and chiseled as you possibly can for an offensive lineman. The Jets get their tackle here, Evan Neal, where it looks like most likely the Jets and Mekhi Becton are parting ways. The Giants picks five and picks seven. Giants ideally in a position here where maybe it would be a cornerback, an offensive lineman, or an edge rusher. With Iki Ikanwu on still on the board out of North Carolina State, a lot of people feel maybe the best uh, offensive tackle in this class going further down the road. So Iki Ikanwu, number five overall to the New York Giants. You can move Andrew Thomas to the right side. You need you have playmakers at the wide receiver position. You want to see if Saquon Barkley can come back healthy, and certainly there's a big evaluation year for Daniel Jones. So the Giants solidify that offensive line and at least give the opportunity for Daniel Jones to prove himself to this Giants franchise. Carolina Panthers, this is a really tough spot for the Carolina Panthers. They hold pick six overall. Their next pick is not till 137. Again, this is another team that's void of playmakers all around. They need to build that roster. They're in a tough position. They'll be a prime 
prime spot to move out of pick six if they can get somebody come calling. A lot of rumors about the Carolina Panthers and Baker Mayfield. I believe it is the best marriage for Baker Mayfield. I believe it is the best marriage for the Carolina Panthers. I think that is something that will get done this weekend. It's not going to cost Carolina a lot to trade for Baker Mayfield, and they're going to get the luxury of having the Browns paying a lot of Baker Mayfield's salary for 2022 Charles Cross offensive tackle the selection here at six overall you've got to fortify off an offensive line to be able to have Christian McCaffrey make plays whoever is going to be the quarterback is going to need obviously a solid offensive line Charles Cross to the Carolina Panthers at number six overall Giants back on the clock here at seven would they be interested in a player like Derek Stinley um the Giants still a little antiquated in the way they're thinking. Um, so a player like Kayvon Thibodeau, who I am going to give the Giants here at pick seven, maybe not a player that they have a ton of interest in. I think Kayvon Thibodeau, it's refreshing when you hear the modern day athlete talk about how they want to use sports to get to the next chapter of their life. That's fine. That's not an issue with me. Kayvon Thibodeau is a player. Kayvon Thibodeau is a player that was regarded as maybe one of the top two players in this class only a few weeks and months ago. Kayvon Thibodeau at seven to the New York Giants comes in here, gives them the pass rusher that they desperately need. The Atlanta Falcons, it's a really, really difficult situation. If this was a year of a quarterback class, you would probably pencil one in here, zero issues to the Atlanta Falcons. But the Atlanta Falcons going forward need a great quarterback. I'm not sure that there is a great quarterback in this 2022 NFL draft class. So what do you do? You start to rebuild the assets. Obviously, Kyle Pitts last year, great selection for them. Julio Jones gone. Calvin Ridley most likely will never be an Atlanta Falcon again. You take Garrett Wilson here. I think a pairing of Garrett Wilson and Kyle Pitts works really well. Obviously, you're not going to evaluate this while Marcus Mariota is the quarterback, but the Falcons certainly need to get more playmakers on the offensive side of the ball, and then maybe look to 2023 to either trade, sign, or certainly draft the next quarterback of the future in Atlanta. Number nine overall, the Seattle Seahawks. Really strange situation with the Seahawks. You have an older coach. You move away from a very established quarterback in Russell Wilson. You have Drew Locke. You have Geno Smith. Certainly quarterback is something that maybe isn't done for the Seattle Seahawks as far as who is going to be the guy who takes the most snaps for them in 2022. But I don't think necessarily you're going to get that answer at number nine overall here. I'll take for the Seattle Seahawks, Derek Stingley Jr. Derek Stingley is a solid cornerback. Some people slept on him. Obviously, the career the last two years in LSU certainly didn't live up to what we thought the hype of this player was as a freshman during the national championship run. Derek Stingley is a solid, solid corner. Back. He has great man skills. Seattle gets a building block for whatever the future will be in Seattle. Puts the New York Jets back on the clock here at number 10 overall. I told you the situation where I thought the Jets ideally would want to go edge rusher and wide receiver. Um, part of the, receive, the issue with the Jets wide receivers is some guys just got to play better. And I think that's going to coincide with Zach Wilson having a stronger year two for the New York Jets. So you can maybe draft a wide receiver at 35. Whatever pick you get in return from a Kai Beckton in a possible trade, you can use on a wide receiver there. You need the wide receivers to play better. You need Zach Wilson to play better. The Jets seem to be in love with defensive end Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State. And a little bit of an older 
prospect. But Jermaine, Jermaine Johnson wowed people at the Senior Bowl, tested well at the Combine, put together a solid final year at Florida State. He can get after the quarterback, and this is one thing the Jets desperately need as Robert Sala needs that defense to step up. This was supposed to be his calling card. He's not going to get a free pass in year two if, these, if this defense cannot play better. It's going to be on Robert Sala. He is the head coach. He is a defensive-minded head coach. And a player like Jermaine Johnson should be able to help that defense turn the corner. We are going to get to picks 11 through 21 here next as we continue here on Locked On Browns. My final round one mock draft. We appreciate you all being along for the ride. Folks, Mother's Day is around the corner, and maybe that is where BlueNile.com comes in. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces. Looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Mark Mother's Day with something enduring. Classic diamond stud earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pendants, and so much more on BlueNile.com. Celebrating the special woman in your life on BlueNile.com. You can easily navigate thousands of fine jewelry options at every price point this mother's day give mom something she'll treasure forever with the fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. and locked on sports listeners get fifty dollars off five hundred dollars this podcast exclusive is only good through mother's day use the promo code locked on all caps no space that is locked on all caps no space every order is insured and it ships free and it arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever peace. Go to bluenile.com today. As we continue on here, we will go to selection number 11 in my final 2022 NFL mock draft, putting the Washington Commanders, their first selection as the Commanders, on the clock. With Washington, you know, Carson Wentz brought in to be your quarterback. You have some pieces on offense. I don't believe Carson Wentz is the answer. But then again, I also don't believe the answer comes from the 2022 quarterback class for Washington. Again, another team that might be looking to 2023 for the best option at that position. The strength of the Washington Commanders at this point is the defensive side of the ball. Some solid players there, some playmakers there. So why don't you go get another one? Kyle Hamilton, and I know some people believe maybe Kyle Hamilton has dropped a little bit. I think part of the problem is not so much Kyle Hamilton is that the NFL loves safeties, but it doesn't seem like they value safety play like they seem to love safeties, if you understand what I'm saying. Kyle Hamilton at number 11. You watch this, and this here's a guy on tape you know, lined up on the opposite hash mark, making plays on the opposite sidelines. His range, his instincts, maybe didn't match up with his athletic testing. But you look at this tape, Kyle Hamilton's making plays in the backfield. He's making plays around the line of scrimmage. He's making plays in coverage. He's making interceptions. Kyle Hamilton is a special, special player. Washington gets in, puts him into that secondary. And this defense, which is the strength of this team, gets another plus as they see what Carson Wentz can do for them, or they start making their eyes towards 2023, who will be the next quarterback for the Washington Commanders. 
Number 12 overall, the Minnesota Vikings. There's a number of ways the Vikings could go here. They could go corner. They could go on the offensive side of the ball here. But the offensive side of the ball really isn't the issue with the Minnesota Vikings. The problem is, is there's plenty of times where the offense is watching and not necessarily playing. Get a player like Jordan Davis in here. A player can com- immediately contribute in stopping the run, putting opposing offenses in situations where they got to throw the ball more. The, Bra- the Vikings secondary is pretty good, but a player like Jordan Davis, plus you give him time to develop and find his role, what it's going to be in passing situations. Jordan Davis, number 12 overall to the Minnesota Vikings. Houston Texans on the clock again here at 13. Already have Sauce Gardner in in the fold. The Houston Texans need to improve on the offensive side of the ball. They need another playmaker. Uh, Everybody knows how much I have talked about this wide receiver throughout the process. I think he is the most ready-to-go NFL wide receiver that will be in this draft class. Chris Olave at Ohio State, he runs the entire route tree. He runs it well. He's athletic enough. He's fast enough. The production was there in his time in Columbus. He comes in NFL. Fell ready. He goes to a nice situation in Houston where he can come in right away. There's going to be a lot of opportunities. Chris Olave, 13 overall to the Houston Texans. On the clock at 14, the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, the pieces are still there on the offensive side of the ball. Don't let the injuries discount what this team is capable of. Obviously, some changes needed to be made on the defensive side of the ball here. They've started to do that. They need another corner with Marcus Peters coming off injury. You need another corner to deal with the fact that the Browns have upped their passing game. The fact that Cincinnati has Joe Burrow, has Jamar Chase, has T. Higgins, has obviously Tyler Boyd, Andrew Booth out of Clemson. Seems a lot of people have been slipping and sleeping on Andrew Booth throughout this process. I am one who's not. Andrew Booth, 14 overall to the Baltimore Ravens. Philadelphia Eagles hold selections 15 and 19, once held three selections in this first round, um, now only two. I think this is the spot for Jamison Williams. Uh, Jalen Rager is obviously disappointed as a big vertical threat for the Philadelphia Eagles. He has not lived up to expectations. Devontae Smith, I think you really, really liked what you saw from Devontae Smith as a rookie. I think the improvement will be there. One of the reasons I think that can happen is you get a player like Jamison Williams who comes in to be this true vertical threat. Philly can wait. They don't have to rush a player like Jamison Williams right away. Uh, the sooner he's ready to go, obviously the better, but I believe a pair of pairing of Jamison Williams and Devontae Smith certainly makes for a solid, solid future for the Philadelphia Eagles passing game. Puts us at 16 overall, the New Orleans Saints. With Kenny Pickett, the quarterback. One thing I I think when I watched Kenny Pickett play, I thought there was maybe a little Drew Brees in there. This is not a comparison. I am not comparing him to Drew Brees, but I think he's a guy who can get the ball in shotgun, find his open man, and let player makers make plays. I think that's what you can get with a player like Kenny Pickett. I think this works out. I know there's a lot of questions about the hand size, but you figure he'll have half his all his home games in a dome. Road games, Tampa Bay would be one. Carolina obviously would be one. Atlanta would be one. Puts him in a favorable position where maybe hand size is not necessarily an issue. Kenny Pickett, 16 overall to the New Orleans Saints. The Los Angeles Chargers. The AFC West is going to be a bloodbath this year. All of these teams have amped up, stepped up, and improved themselves for the long haul. The Chargers are certainly that with the addition of Khalil Mack. But the biggest thing for the Chargers is going to make sure that you think Justin Herbert's the guy. 
well, in order for Justin Herbert to be the guy, Justin Herbert has to be kept clean. Zion Johnson, interior offensive lineman out of Boston College, won everybody over at the Senior Bowl by opting to play center that week while they didn't have a lot of guys to play center. He will play guard. He will play guard effectively for the Los Angeles Chargers and allow Justin Herbert to be tearing and shredding apart defenses and see if the Chargers can find their way to a playoff spot, which is going to be a very difficult AFC West. Devin Lloyd, 18 overall to the Philadelphia Eagles. Devin Lloyd is not going to be everyone's flavor, being a little bit of an older prospect, but he is solid against the run. He is solid in coverage. He blitzes well. You can bring him off the edge. Yes, he's older, um, but I think that's something that might appeal to this Eagles team as they're looking to bring in some leadership on the defensive side of the ball here for what will be the next phase of the Philadelphia Eagles. Devin Lloyd, linebacker uh, out of Utah, comes in at pick number 18 overall to the Philadelphia Eagles. It puts the Saints back on the clock at number 19 overall. Um, There's no, obviously, doubt of what's gone on here the last couple of years. Michael Thomas has missed a ton of time while making a ton of money. The Saints probably would have moved on from Michael Thomas this year if they could have financially. There was just no way to make that happen. Drake London is here. I think you're in an opportunity where you can bring Drake London in. You're not going to have to have him be wide receiver one right away. But I think Drake London comes in, has a successful rookie year, whether it's Jamison Winston, whether it's a Kenny Pickett. And then you get to that point for 2023 where it's easier to move on from Michael Thomas. And Drake London graduates towards being the number one wide receiver for this team. Has a Mike Evans type of game to him. There's some people that question his separation ability. He is six foot four. He is 225 pounds. Even if he's covered, guess what? It's not going to matter. You can cover six foot four, 20, 225, but you can't cover the entire catch radius. Drake London would be an excellent selection at 19 overall for the New Orleans Saints. Pittsburgh Steelers on the clock at 20. Um, now, this is interesting, obviously, with the Steelers moving on from quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. Mike Tomlin, in all his time in Pittsburgh, finally gets to pick a quarterback. We'll get to see what type of quarterback he likes. Um, I think if Malik Willis falls out of the top 10, the Steelers will do everything they can to go up and get Malik Willis. The athleticism is there. The arm strength is there. There's going to be a lot of work that needs to be done with finesse, with touch, you know, being able to complete these third and six short throws, not throwing howitzers, throwing soft catchable balls where players can get the first down and keep the chains moving for the Steelers. But I do think when the end of this is over in round one, Malik Willis will end up a Pittsburgh Steeler. Puts us at pick 21 here. I think there are a lot of players in on the defensive side of the ball for me that match up with guys that Bill Belichick would like one just went in Devin Lloyd Lewis sign out of Georgia is certainly another one but I'm going to go here with Daxton Hill out of Michigan he's a smart safety he plays intelligent he can play some nickel he can play on the roof as a deep free safety he makes plays in the backfield he makes plays around the line of scrimmage the eventual successor to McCourty at the safety position I think Daxton Hill to the New England Patriots is a pick that works for Daxton Hill and more importantly I think it is a pick that works for the New England Patriots I appreciate you all for being along for the ride here as I give you my final 2022 first round mock draft and of course to everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in day out I appreciate you all for being along for the ride. And remember, whatever podcast platform you use, make sure you're following, subscribe to the Locked On Browns podcast, leaving those five-star ratings and written reviews. We will get to the final selections, picks 22 through 32, as we continue here on your latest Locked On Browns. 
This is the time of the year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking my resolution to eat right, thanks to Bill Barr. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I really enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you are missing out on one of Bill Barr's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They are marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're certainly a treat. Also, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamon ichiro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They are also good and they're going to be part of your new favorite lineup. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, the puffs are included. 100% real chocolate. Low in calorie, high in protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. They are healthier. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. They're high in protein. They're low in calorie. They're high in fiber, low in carbs. Most of the bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. You compare that to a candy bar, it's not even close, triple, 10 times as much. Trust me, Built Bars are the way to go. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almonds, and new for this month, white chocolate, cookies, and cream. They are all delicious. And new flavors coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious, and it'll certainly be good for you. At Built Bar, they all they only care about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they certainly pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. We're going to continue here, closing out the final round one mock draft for 2022. Green Bay Packers, two selections in this draft. And we will get to those picks, starting with the Packers here at 22 overall. The Devontae Adams loss is a big one as he goes on to the Las Vegas Raiders. You've got to satisfy Aaron Rodgers, all the money you've just given him, but also you've taken away his favorite weapon. Traylon Burks, the size, something Aaron Rodgers likes. You think about all the receivers they've had. Most of the success Aaron Rodgers has had has been with bigger, taller receivers. Some questions about Traylon Burks' athletic ability. Look, it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't elite speed. But you turn on the tape, SEC games, nobody is catching Traylon Burks from behind. Amateur baseball player, knows how to track the ball well. Traylon Burks, 22 overall to the Green Bay Packers. Arizona Cardinals at number 23. Once everybody's darling during the 2021 season, started the season 7-0. It kind of slowly fell apart after that. I personally think that, you know, a lot of people are pointing fingers at the offensive side of the ball. For me, that's not right. This team spent high selections on these hybrid linebackers two years in a row in the first round. Didn't work out. That's not on Kyler Murray. That's certainly not on the head coach. This team needs to draft better on the defensive side of the ball. Defensive end, George Karloftis out of Purdue. Yes, the production wasn't fantastic, but here is an athletic monster who can get in the backfield and make plays. Just turned 21 in the beginning of April. A player growing as a player, improving as a player. George Karloftis can come in here and immediately assist this defense with their pass rush. Dallas Cowboys at number 24 overall here. Bunch of ways the Cowboys can go here. A lot of people want to say wide receiver. CeeDee Lamb, you re-sign Michael Gallup. Um, the running back position was maybe starting to see Ezekiel Elliott split time with Tony Pollard, who's been a great player in his time so far for the Cowboys. 
Dak Prescott, when protected, can make throws with anybody in the NFL. You just need more protection. I am going to give interior offensive lineman Kenyon Green to the Dallas Cowboys. Not a sexy pick. It's not going to wow anybody in Jerry Land, but this is a pick that should make the Dallas Cowboys the NFC East favorite for 2022. Pick number 25, Buffalo Bills are on the clock. Now, this is interesting with the Bills because you look at this team, and I don't know if there's generally a weakness for this team. Offensively, they are fantastic. They are strong on the defensive side of the ball. They have some players growing into year two now who should improve. I think one of the things that would be most advantageous to the Buffalo Bills is to find a way to maybe shorten games. Sometimes they get into blowouts with some of these other teams and it's not the best situation. For me, the best way to do that is have a better running game, not have Josh Allen be your leading runner, leading rusher, have Josh Allen not take these hits that he does not need to be taking. So for me, I am actually going to give Brees Hall, the running back out of Iowa State, to the Buffalo Bills at pick 25. He will get the job done. He will allow them to shorten games. Their defense is just as good as their offense and puts Buffalo in a situation where they should cruise once again through the AFC East. Tennessee Titans, pick number 26 overall. I think we have seen the Tennessee Titans go as far as they can with Ryan Tannehill. The defense is good. You've got playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. I think for... Cincinnati, the most important thing to do here is to find out what is going to be the future at the quarterback position after Ryan Tannehill. For me, I look at a player like Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. Ritter, obviously a very accomplished career at Cincinnati. One of the big reasons that this team ended up playing in the college football playoffs last year. He's mobile. He's accurate. The arm is strong enough, and he's a leader. What you hear coming out of Cincinnati, Desmond Ritter is that type of guy. Tennessee, you need to maybe see what the future is going to be at the quarterback position after Ryan Tannehill. They're strong pretty much everywhere else. Desmond Ritter, 26 overall to the Tennessee Titans. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at number 27. Crazy, weird offseason for the Buccaneers. Tom Brady retiring. Then Tom Brady comes back. Now you have a head coaching change. Tom Brady coming back means one thing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are all in to try and win the Super Bowl. A player like Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia, again, a player of age, older, not for everybody, but when you're a team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers whose sights are set on going for another Super Bowl, you can make some short, you can allow for some shortcomings in a draft prospect. The fact that Devontae Wyatt is the age he is isn't an issue for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They need help on the interior of that defensive line. Devontae Wyatt. Yes, he's older, but he can play and can maybe pay immediate dividends for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Green Bay Packers, second selection here at number 28 overall. Um, You've seen some struggles with the right tackle last year. You see struggles when David Bakhtieri cannot play for this team. Trevor Penning, offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa, and it does seem weird. It certainly seems like you're appeasing Aaron Rodgers here with two offensive selections, but let's be honest, Aaron Rodgers holds all the cards here for the Green Bay Packers. Trevor Penning comes in, can play right tackle. When the time is there for David Pottieri to move on, he can take Trevor Penning with his mean streak and just a mean old cuss, kick him over to your left tackle position, and you are set there for the future at the left tackle position. Kansas City Chiefs picks 29 and 30 Chiefs moved on from Tyree Kill this offseason. It's a move that I have criticized a ton. Um, but when you have almost $500 million invested in your quarterback, it's going to cost you a player or two. It certainly cost them a the future of Patrick Mahomes 
with Tyreek Hill. Um, if you are the Chiefs, you're going to be playing in this AFC West. It is loaded. Secondary help, paramount. Kair Elam, I like the size. I like the game. A guy who maybe is getting lost a little bit in this cornerback class, but Kair Elam out of Florida, he's a guy that can play. And the Chiefs are going to need some more secondary players. They are going to get involved in a lot more shootouts. And if they're not going to be able to maybe score with the regularity they did with Tyreek Hill, one way to circumnavigate that is certainly maybe make for a better defense. Pick number 30, again, now the Chiefs. There's one player in this draft that you look at, although completely different body sizes, six foot four, two ten, athletic, has experience uh, running with the ball, good blocker, solid deep threat. It'll allow you to make Travis Kelsey just as important as he's always been. Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. He's not going to be the statistical player that Tyreek Hill was, but he comes in and gives you a version of Tyreek Hill that could hopefully keep this offense going as it was everywhere else with Kelsey, the other receivers, the running game, Patrick Mahomes, Christian Watson, 30 overall to the Kansas City Chiefs. Bengals drafting 31. It just seems weird to say the Cincinnati Bengals are drafting 31. Bengals could certainly use more help on defense. They did improve their offensive line. Do I think it's improved to the point that it is commensurate with the abilities of Joe Burrow? Probably not. But in order to do that, you get maybe another guy in here, Tyler Lindenbaum. There are some questions about Tyler Lindenbaum. He's a little bit smaller. He's not going to be able to play anywhere else. He's only a center. But I think for the Bengals, that is going to work. He will be the new future signal caller on the offensive line for the Bengals going further. Tyler Lindenbaum selection, 31 overall to the Cincinnati Bengals. Detroit Lions to close out the first round. Lions picked at two. Lions have picked 32. Lions have picked 34. They need a safety, pick 34. They can probably get that handled. The opportunity to get a future quarterback in here with a fifth-year option, very appealing. Detroit Lions, anything you saw from Jared Goff last year is not necessarily enough to say Jared Goff is the man moving forward. Matt Corral. Matt Corral had a pretty good career at Ole Miss. I think he's getting overlooked a little bit. Um, you look at the statistical production. You look at the success with a player like Elijah Moore, who had a fantastic rookie year this year for the Jets. Matt Corral is a player. He's going to be a starting quarterback in this NFL in this year in the in the NFL. I think you get him in here. Um, maybe it will be Jared Goff's year in 2022. But you look at the future of the quarterback position for the Detroit Lions, and it would be nice to know that you have a today guy and maybe you have a tomorrow guy in Matt Corral. That has been my first round mock draft for the 2022 NFL draft. Uh, all 32 picks covered. And everybody, where does that leave your Cleveland Browns? Leaves your Cleveland Browns at pick 44. For me, top players available that maybe are going to be in that range for the Browns. Uh, Drake Jackson, edge rusher out of USC. Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State, a player I've talked a ton of. Maybe it's a little early for Nick Cross, safety out of Maryland, who I love at 44, but you never know. Um, obviously first round, we could get to your Browns, but I certainly wanted to give you guys some names that should be available for when the Browns do make that first selection Friday night at pick 44, or unless they move up a little bit and uh, make the selection a little bit earlier. Thanks everybody for listening. Appreciate everybody who makes locked on Browns their first listen day in day out. Your 2022 final first round mock draft is in the books. Enjoy the draft everybody. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LLB. Let's go Browns.